it's not my persona. I am an asshole. I just I slip up. I slip up every now and again. Right. Will we dash into this then? Will we? Straight in, no kissing. Yep. <clears throat> and now fucking interrupting either is prick. Should there be nothing tonight when your man's not there? <laughs> I think you'll fucking find it's you that instigates that mostly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. In 2019, a small team of makers escaped from a maximum security psychiatric facility so they could do things their way. Now, these makers have created a podcast to help you do things your way. This is that podcast. Howie and welcome to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm Alan Scannell from Woodhorn and by Alan Scannell and my co-host is Johnny Allen from Bespoke Bloke Designs. Hi Johnny. Evening. See, told you. Tell me what. I'm perfectly well behaved. I never interrupt you. It's always net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not here to defend himself either, so it's great. <laughs> yes, um, as you might notice, we're missing uh, a certain co-host who... Book Daniel leave without actually filling in the forms, so yeah. um, he's kind of gone legally. He won't be getting paid for this, so um, so yeah. Now we'll 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 potter on without him this evening, seeing as we left you high and dry last week without an episode. So the best thing you can do is go pick any other podcast that he's on and just listen to it because it's the same. He'll have the yeah. same rants, the same shoutouts, same tips. Yeah, I think it's once you get in, like about six episodes deep into this podcast. That's it. it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That that's yeah. Nate's. You know, he's a, he's, yeah, he's he's all out of shit after that. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna slate the balls off him now for tonight. <laughs> um, shit, nearly spilling beer in my wife's car. Oops. Oh, lovely. That's oh, okay. That. It's okay. She's getting rid of it. Be gone tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else's problem then. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very tempted to buy a new car. Very tempted. Well, I tell you, we needed one. This, this car that is um, it's a 2007, and mm. it, it's not done us any wrong. She said she'd drive it until it started falling apart, and mm. it started to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. I can even feel the exhaust rattling below me here. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's more so for strapping the kids into the seats it's mm. becoming very difficult as we're getting older our backs are getting worse mm. and something higher up would be a lot easier we think for clipping them in and stuff mm. um so yeah we're we're we're, uh, we're getting um what would you call it is it an suv yeah. sportage yeah. um she, she actually, yeah yeah she, she went to look at it today and um she actually was going out to look at a, a Hyundai, was it, I-35, and she'd just seen one of these Kias in a garage as she was passing, so she stopped in, and it had only come in, they'd only got it, she checked it out, it's got, like, red leather seats, which mm. is weird, so we'll have to buy some leather Is it a UK that. import? Uh, I don't know, I don't know, I didn't see, I wasn't there, she went and looked herself, any of the UK imports always have higher spec because they just, they fuck us. They don't give a shit about us. Whereas in the UK, their standard spec is a lot better than ours. Well, she checked again when she got back to the house, the listing of it, because obviously she didn't see the listing. She just stopped by yeah. off the cuff. 
and it says that it has a reversing camera on it and she was like i didn't notice that like i don't know okay. when she looked back over her shoulder but apparently has a built-in sat nav and reversing camera um which she didn't even notice so uh, yeah it probably is quite a, a higher spec one yeah, yeah. so um so yeah, that'd be cool. We'll have a new little toy for driving around. Yeah, they're 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 a good motor. I, I actually when I bought my car, I went up to see one of those uh, mm-hmm. Sportage. And I liked my car, so I bought my car, but that trip to Belfast last week, um there's no way we could have taken my car. My car is tiny, like it's a little sporty little thing. Um so we took the wife's car, which is a Renault Captor. I could be wrong, but I think it's yeah. like that. No, it's one of those in-between car and Jeep jobbies. Um, but we were still packed in there. Like, so I'm looking at an estate. I'm I'm torn between a Mazda 6 and a Skoda Octavia VRS. So. Yeah, well, even we, we, have, um, we have the Skoda Octavia estate, and we went to Galway there about three weeks ago. And we were fairly tightly packed compared to what we were pre the baby, you know, because we had the dog, we had the dog food, yeah, the clothes, the baby, the sterilizer, all that stuff, you know. It, yeah, we were it was same. pretty much every space that could be used was used. So what's the boat I'm, like? Uh, and the Scott Octavia, yeah, cavernous. It's, it? it's massive. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm still holding on because I'm torn with the estate. I'm I'm like estates are for old people, but that's why I'm looking Thanks at the VRS. Sorry, so much you prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm, I'm looking at the <laughs> I'm looking at the um, the VRS because there's a bit of poke in them, so I'm kind of fooling myself into it. You know that kind of way. Um, well, the, the one I got is a UK import and it's a two liter TDI, so it's it's quite beefy as such yeah. you know the ones you get here are usually 1.6 and i think the engines are too small for the size yeah. of the car yeah. um but yeah the 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 score has been the 1.6 diesel something like that yeah 1.6 diesel yeah. yeah see that's a bit gutless now for my liking yeah um and I had, a, I had a mad notion then yesterday because i spotted one that was petrol and I was like, oh, yeah, 240 brake horsepower. I was like, yeah, that'll do me. But no, I can't. I couldn't. It'd kill me for work. But all the traveling that I do, all the driving. Anyway, this isn't Top Gear. What the fuck have you been at this week? <laughs> Ooh. Um, I finished my, my log splitter press. I then went down to try some Sanmai. Um, but I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I was kind of rushing it. And I fucked it, because um, I literally did two, or I did four little tack wells in the corners, just little small ones, and I didn't let the billet heat up enough, and started wailing on it with the hammer, and I fucked it up. So I've been chatting to a few few people about it, and doing a bit of homework on it, and I'm kind of more prepared now. So I was worried that my forge couldn't get up to to temp. Um, but a, a buddy of mine called over today to have a look at it. He's a blacksmith, and he he said no problem. But what we didn't realise, while I was running it to show him how it's running, it started spitting and fucking spluttering. So I think I'm nearly out of gas, which isn't surprising because I've probably done forty knives, and the last day I had it running for about an hour and a half, nearly two hours straight. Yeah, yeah. 
trying to heat up that billet and I, once the billet split I just kept fighting with it trying to get it straight again and there was no it wasn't happening like um so in fairness I got a good a good bit of mileage out of the, the gas bottle but I need to get another one now because um, I want my forge you now is just going to be for forge welding yeah. and forging because I got that heat treat oven um, I got that on Saturday so that's primarily just going to be for heat treating and tempering um, right so I'm kind of do you know what things are things are good now I'm getting very I've all I've all the gear you know? they're falling into place yeah yeah yeah, everything's yeah. and everything's everything that I make out of making the knives I'm putting back into the business so all this stuff is paid for from knives that I've made and sold yeah so that's a good thing that's great uh, yeah. yeah and I bought more steel today and I got another order there the last day so yeah things are things are pretty good do you know I'm not like I couldn't do it full time like I have enough knives to I, I'm booked solid till November but if I was full time that would probably be like two weeks work do you know that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and you don't know what's at the end of that. So, you know, I couldn't live like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas the way things are suits me fine. You know, yeah. it suits me perfect. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, fuck all still as usual. Um, I have kind of sort of made a decision to buy a new shed. Um, I'm going to get um, a steel shed, a te- 10 by 10. Nice. and I'm going to tear down that hideous piece of shit that's in the garden. Um, but before I do that, I'm going to have to rebuild a small little metal shed that I have just to put all my stuff in for storage-wise, and maybe you know there could be stuff under a tarp as well or whatever because yeah. it's quite a small little space. <laughs> um, and that second shed then will become the gardening slash storage yeah, kind of shed. Like slum yeah, but um, I was chatting to one of the guys in work, and he reckons I should just put a car- concrete slab down. Right. Um, it says that the sheds I've been looking at say they don't need uh, a base, yeah. but uh, that they come with one. But I think I'd rather have a, a proper concrete base on it, um, just more so to stop critters and stuff getting in, but also, uh, you know, heat-wise and stuff, when I'm in it and working and it's winter time and when I eventually insulate it up a bit you know uh, it'd be better than sitting just on the raw ground Um, so yeah I'm thinking like if he he, he he's got a cement mixer he might come over and give me a dig out and we'll um, we'll get a bit of a pad done down the back of the garden and um, next year we're thinking of putting a patio area kind of up along the wall that leads up to the shed so it could kind of tie in with that a little bit you know like there's a pathway going up to the shed as such Um, you should um you should price up a local quarry to see how much it costs you to get a a couple of cubic meters of of cement delivered Mm. because Mm. i know they charge it's a long time ago now since i was doing my place but it was something like was it 300 for the first one but then everyone after that was only about 80 you know, it's, it's the first one's expensive because obviously delivery the whole lot. After yeah. that, it's cheap. But you know, it'd save you a shit ton of work. Mm. And if you took in how many days it's going to take you to do it, plus all the cement, the sand, the whole like you're probably looking at a hundred quid's worth of sand straight off. Mm. You know. 
price that up because all you'd have to do then is get your buddy with a, or anybody with a, a wheelbarrow, two wheelbarrows. You'd have that done in like an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like for the sake of it, might cost you a little bit extra, but probably not much if you actually you know worked it out properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. It's done. You know? Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked a whole lot into it. It was just kind of, you know, in the early decision kind mm. of making of it. Because I'm not comfortable working in that shack that's mm. out there, you know, and that's in the summertime, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine what it's going to be like in the wintertime. And then uh, it's going to be a while before I get back into the swing of things again. You know, the, the schools are supposedly starting up again in September. And we'll also have to have a childminder for while I'm working. But when I'm off, like I'll have to be kind of looking after the kids and such because yeah. the wife will be back in work as well. So, but yeah, it's yeah, like the the kind of wife was like she was. I was reluctant to even bother doing anything right now about getting one. Um, but she was like, you're you know, you have a birthday coming up, just treat yourself, get something. Yeah. So, um, sure. Yeah. What else? Would, you know, what else would you want for a fiftieth? Perfect. Fuck you. <laughs> Take ten away from that. <laughs> but um, yeah, what else? Oh, I I made I made some face masks, some uh, make your own way podcast face masks. That's right. Yeah. While, while I was uh, on a bit of downtime, so yeah, you can check them out on Teespring, and um, I think anything that I'll make off uh, them, I'll put into um, the raffle for um hashtag woodwork and raffle oh yeah that dickhead so i'll just donate it to that cause for yeah, okay. um so if anybody wants to go and buy one any proceedings will go to uh to james so um so yeah all good um and that's it really no fucking making just fucking working looking after kids um two seconds there now one thing i'll say to you right if you have a half decent sized shed and you have it laid out and relatively tidy those small little snippets of time because I've noticed this myself I've no time but mm -hmm. you, you'll manage to pick up a half hour here an hour there you know if herself pops out with the kids for a couple of hours to visit friends or whatever you'll have those little snippets of time to pop in there to do something and you don't mind leaving something half done or leaving something up in the worktop or, you know, that kind of way. Whereas if you're operating out of something like you are now, you can't do that because you have to pull no. everything out and, you yeah. know, you're getting nothing done. And I know? don't even have power. I, I yeah. have to run a lead to yeah. the house and everything. That's so you know, the biggest pain. You're getting nothing at all done at the moment. And there's really no way around that. Mm -hmm. So I do think if, if you've got this workshop, got it kitted out, got it laid out. I do think you'd be able to do a lot more with the little time that you have. You mm -hmm. know? I think it'd be a good investment for you. It's good headspace. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it will. And, and now, as I say, it's not going to be something that's up and running even when it gets dropped down mm -hmm. on it. It's, you know, it's going to take me time to get it actually organised in such a yeah. way that I can use You'll it. You'll even enjoy that, though. You'll enjoy yeah. the setting it up and laying it out. And, you know, mm -hmm. like you could run your own wire and just get someone... To, to actually wear it up for you then you know like, oh yeah, you know? yeah 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 i'll be doing that yeah so yeah no it, it's it's sort of exciting now you know like looking at it I, i'm kind of you know i've got a bit of a buzz on to get a to get in there and get it done so but um 
Yeah, and, it's, and I have to get a loan out for it as well. It's just not like I have the fucking money in my yeah. back pocket. So, um, but yeah, I'll be I'll be um, paying for it for a while. But I think it'll be it'll be worth it, as you say. You know, I um, think when so. I start when I start getting in and making things again, you know, it'll be great head for me head really. Um, right, will we hit up a few old questions? We yeah. have um, we have some left from three weeks ago is it or something whatever it was um first one straight in shark attack 1979 if you entered a raffle and your name was called out but it was a mistake would you be upset i'd cry <laughs> i'd cry but the the consolation prize would be that it would be become an actual hashtag and be forever known as you know named after you yeah i i, I have to say i wasn't upset i was fucking breaking me shit laughing i thought yeah. it was hilarious <laughs> it, was, it was it was done well yeah it was handled I, well i the, just it was just so much fun when um when Rob, from, I was actually rocking the baby to sleep when uh, the draw took place mm-hmm. and Rob uh, prickly sauce uh, messaged me he goes get on the brothers make auction now get on it yeah. and I was like fuck's sake right okay <laughs> I'm looking at it the baby looking at me and me trying to fucking get to sleep and the noise <laughs> coming out <laughs> but it was just it was cracking because when I came on it just made them break down even more yeah. it was just so because <laughs> we kept we kept messaging saying congratulations Alan he was freaking out then telling us to shut the fuck up <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, another shark attack um, so many tools to buy and not enough money to buy them what's next on your want list that is accessible money wise uh, say that again so many tools to buy and not enough money to buy them what's next on your want list that is accessible money wise after that hatred over nothing, but um, there's a few there's a few little bits that I that I would like to kind of finish off what I have. That would really just finish off my workshop, I'd say. Um, one would be a Rockwell tester, and the other would be a new two by seventy-two with all the bells and whistles. Because um, the one I use is perfect, but it's one I made myself, so it's got one speed. Um, you know, it it does me perfect. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, but I would like one with all the bells and whistles. You know, mm. um, one maybe that I can throw horizontal as well, and a, a VFD that I can turn down the speed, turn up the speed. You know, do a few bits with it. Yeah. yeah. Look, you're looking at. Two grand for the two by seventy-two, and you're looking at at least a grand for the the Rockwell tester. So, mm. ah, well, like as you say, you know, your stuff is nearly paid for that you have, so the rest is yeah. profit now that you can reinvest again. Like so, yeah. um, not a lot of profit, so don't be looking for free shit, you cunts. <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, oh, it's kind of tough. Um, I, like I mean, I know. You know, my brief is wood turning, really, but I don't just do wood turning. I, I wouldn't mind 
getting um, a little bit of a forward set up going. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, a planar thickness has always been something that I wanted mm. to get my hands on because there's been a few times where I've gone to do something where I could use one, but I don't have one. Mm. Uh, uh, maybe a small compressor. I, I did have a small compressor. Um, it was it was belonging to my dad, and I had it in my shed for years. It was carting around the place, but I wasn't actually making it. And, and I gave it to the men's sheds when I was in there because I didn't have one. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, but now it would actually be handy yeah. to have a small compressor, and yeah. I'm after kind of giving it away. So, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that's about it, really. Nothing, you know. I don't, I don't, I, I, I could get a bit silly and say, yeah, like that now. Planar thickness throw would be handy for handle scales just for flattening them. Um, surface grinder for, for flattening billets. But, like, all of these things are extras. They're, they're things that will be handy to have, but they're not necessities, you know? No. no. Everything that I have now is perfect, you know? I, I, I have a handheld electric plane, yeah. you know? Can do yeah. the same job, just exactly. takes that a bit yeah, longer. Exactly. Um, the, rock, I, like, the Rockwell tester for me would be nice to have because I just I like that idea of being able to tell people exact exactly what their knife is before it goes out the door. Plus, it gives me. No, I use files at the moment, um, little hardness testing files. Yeah. And they're perfect, they, but they they give you a range of five, so they'll tell you if a knife is between 60 and 65, which is very broad in the scheme of, of hardness. Mm. Um, whereas a Rockwell tester will tell you exact, you know, and they'll tell you in different points on the knife then as well. But that's just something that would be an extra addition, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, a mill would be the same. I can do everything now to the standard that I like, that I'm happy with. But a mill, I'd probably be able to do a few extra little bits, but you know, you're talking big money for a mill to do just a few extra little bits, you know. Yeah. Um, Baron, you got one out of a school or university or something that exactly. was closing down, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're few and far between. I mean, I, I've used mills and stuff <laughs> during my apprenticeship. You know, the old, mm. the old ones, like you know, like um, bridge part ones and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and like. They're a great machine, but like in a school, they kind of get, you know, they get beaten up. Oh, like, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like you, you know, people make mistakes on them, but yeah, there'd be a bit of work to do if you got one. Like, mm. like when I when I got the Dremel stuff, I ordered one of the Dremels. <clears throat> it's a corded one. I think it's the 4200. It's the most powerful corded one they do. Um, that's not on a flex, a flex shaft because... Yeah. The whole reason I, bu- I bought that, I haven't even taken it out of the box yet, is because I do think I'm going to be able to make myself a frame or buy a drill press frame that I can I can alter to turn it into a mill of sorts, do you know? Um, uh, did dr- you ever see the um, Wish, the little uh, table that you, you can move? It's I have one. I have, yeah. I have not a table. It's it's. I have one of those, um, those vice that has two axes so it'll go left to right and front to back so i bought one of those on ebay i i bid in it it's an old one i got it for like 40 quid or something it was cheap 
but this is why I'm building up to turning a, a dribble into a, a mill for myself. Um, mm-hmm. Because, for like I was saying, those small little details, you know, like it'd be perfect for cutting out the space on a on a, a brass guard or to put the the tan through. You know, these little small little details. But small details I couldn't justify spending fifteen hundred or two grand on a on a mill for, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, I might spend a couple of hundred quid on bits and pieces and try to make one. It, it, obviously, it won't be perfect, but it'll it'll do for the few little bits that I'm doing, you know. If you had other work for a machine like that, yeah. you know, yeah, it would be worth it. But yeah. as you say, just for doing the little touches and no. stuff, you know, maybe not. I have no interest in uh, using one to cut out my blanks or, you know, any of these big fucking things. All right, I could use it as kind of a surface grinder and use it for flattening billets and stuff like that. But it's an awful lot of work when I can just go to the grinder and do it by hand. I like to do stuff by eye and do it by hand, you know. Mm. Um, I couldn't justify it. There's an awful lot of... um engineering and yeah. preciseness with a mill you know um yeah no it's it, it takes i don't know it kind of would take a lot of the handmade aspect away from yeah. what you're doing uh, <coughs> but then at the same time it is still kind of you know making stuff by mm. hand like you know if you weld something together just because it's not forged well together is that still handmade mm. no it's one of them kind of things like um next one um Vanessa sorry not Vanessa Vesna Martinovic sorry if I pronounce your name wrong um do you guys get withdrawals when you can't get into your workshop for any period of time if so what's your favorite distraction to make you feel better about it all well yeah I definitely fucking do I'm going Uh through massive withdrawal because I haven't been able really to get in to make anything um it's kind of depressing um yeah yeah like it i started doing what i do to kind of have better headspace um like i mean i'm a i'm a fitter by trade which does have a certain amount of creativeness to it like i might have to make something to fix a problem um but where i work now everything has been kind of modernized from what i was used to working on um wherein so much as if you change a part you have to stick on new bolts on mm. you know back when i would have been training the you nearly would have been numbering where the bolts were coming off and that same bolt to go back into that same hole um it's it's just so strange to my training you know growing mm. up what I learned to do, you know, if you hadn't got a spanner to fit a certain nut, you'd fucking make a spanner. But now it's, everything has to be calibrated. Everything has to have um, a fucking identification number on it, and it's all traceable. Um, So I kind of got into working in my shed, doing, you know, a bit of wood turning, because it helped me feel that creativeness. I get you. now I don't have that uh, in it. Now it's not gone forever. It's just you know I have to prioritize my family. So um, 
so yeah but then now and again i do get a bit of time and i do get to do something kind of creative but not all the fucking time yeah what about you johnny do you do you have anything that's a good distraction to that or um well i definitely get withdrawals when i can't when i can't go in but what i tend to do is i'll bring um i just have like a a4 and a a3 drawing pad and i and a writing pad and what i'll do is i'll just write down ideas and i'll draw knife shapes and stuff um because I find with me, <clears throat> my head gets overloaded with stuff, with ideas and, and you know, these kind of things. And if I can't get them out of my head, then it gets a bit troublesome. I get a bit bombarded with it. Um, so if I can't get them out physically and make the thing, then by drawing them definitely helps because I can kind of draw a line under it then and say, right, that's done. I have it out of my head, you know. And then start thinking about the next thing. So, drawing, saying, yeah. drawing definitely helps. And just writing down ideas. You know, I'll come up with some fucking yeah. crazy idea. Um, I could, I could dream up an idea in my sleep, and in the morning I'll write it down, just, just to get it out of my head. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely does help. Yeah, I think. I, uh, a good one for me is just like looking on YouTube. Um, you know, if 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 I'm kind of feeling that lull where I need to have a fix of making or something like that. I mean, there's a certain few uh, makers that when I see a video <laughs> drop, I can't wait to actually get to watch that video. Like uh, Bobby Duke, for example. If I see one of his ones popping up on my feed, I'm like, oh, I have to watch that. You know, yeah. um, and it, it just i don't know i suppose it kind of gives me my um my feel of making in a way um but yeah that's i'm so far behind with um youtube with people that i that i follow and people that i like their stuff and it's simply because i am getting in like an hour or two here and there every other day we'll say into the workshop so it's very hard for me to justify them sitting down for another half an hour an hour to catch up on people's videos yeah. Um, yeah. and I've been off for the last couple of weeks whereas normally when I'm at work on a night shift I'll bang on YouTube for an hour and try to catch up on, on everyone's stuff and since I'm off I'm way behind on everything I'm way behind on my podcast I'm way behind on everything um, so that means you're not going to be making YouTube videos anytime soon does it? not anytime soon <laughs> and I'll tell you my, I leave it for my rant, but there's another reason why. Camo <laughs> um, Customs asks if you if you had a prize wrongfully withdrawn in a giveaway, how would you deal with this? Mm. <laughs> and would you send Alan a commiseration prize? Definitely a commiseration prize. I think you got that off prickly sauce, didn't you? I, I did, in fairness, yeah, oh. no. Rob sent me that deadly poster, and I'm gonna have to get a nice frame for it. Um, we're actually we were talking about doing what do you call it a gallery wall? All right, kitchen. Yeah. So everything will be in black frames because we have a load of stuff in black frames already. Um. So yeah, we were thinking of <laughs> uh, just a fuck ton of pictures. There's no kind mm. of fucking. There's no um. What would you say? There's no. It's not all angular. It's just random you, yeah, yeah. 
shit on the fucking wall wherever it'll fit. But the only thing is, is most of the stuff is my stuff. Right. There's not so much from the the wife and things like that, like yeah. you know. So um, we need to kind of build up a little bit before we start lamping them all in the wall, because yeah. I was actually gonna put up um, the the logo that uh, Paul Cunningham from Cunningham's Custom Creations made for me. I was gonna hang that in the kitchen, you know, with all these other because yeah, that's yeah. kind of black and white. Like it might look pretty cool, but um. I will see. We'll we'll get the wall painted first, but I, yeah, I think that poster will have to go up mm. on the the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> it'll, be good, it'll be a good um, talking point as well, you know. Yeah, because everybody will be like, "What the fuck is that all about?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, he didn't didn't get my belly in the in the picture, right? It's I'm a <laughs> slim. <laughs> I look like I could use a good dinner. <laughs> use a handy uh, or a. Little known fact, actually, Camel Customs. He's Brazilian. You know that? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's Brazilian. Yeah. Well, you figured out where the accent was from yeah. then. Yeah. Jesus. That's why nobody can understand him. He's Brazilian. So. <laughs> um. Oh, this one might be a bit late, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Kyle. Casey makes asked. Um, what would you recommend as a good vibration device? Get your minds out of the gutter, dickheads, for ensuring a void <laughs> slash bubble-free concrete pour for DIY wall capping. But like, I, I think some, I think um, who was it? Tom uh, Kendragon actually kind of sort of helped them with that, or like something. What was it? Was it a fucking SDS drill or something like oh, that? Right, Just okay. On yeah, the vibration. Because I was thinking. I would have said. Um sander or something i would have said an orbital sander because that's what i use for epoxy just put yeah. that onto the wood and let it run yeah 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 fucking cable tie it onto it or something yeah, yeah. totally yeah but um yeah no i think there was something like that yeah i can't remember there was some kind of a little hack because i i actually didn't print out what the answers were to that but um yeah no i'm sure it's a, it's kind of way too late because that was probably three weeks ago he asked that it's probably it's probably got that done <laughs> Then <laughs> um, it's Stace makes. What would you do if you were a dog for the day, or for a day? Oh, sniff other dogs' butts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they fucking do. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd probably wreck the place because they get it like they can wreck the place and get away with it. I think I'd show my dog to shit in the same place in the garden rather than oh. randomly around the whole fucking place. Usually around the washing line. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> we could teach him to shit in someone else's yard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you know what, I'd lo- what I love is, is when you bring a dog to the beach and they go ape shit running and, you know, going out to the water yeah. and stuff like that. And I'd imagine I'd love to feel what that was like as a dog. Yeah, the excitement. Yeah. One of we, our spastics we, tries to fight the waves. She tries to bite the waves and get thick with them. And ah, we, She's pretty we, She's not too bright. We went up to Donegal a few years ago with our first dog, Buddy. He was, um, what was he called? He was like, uh, we think we figured he was a foxhound. He, he was oh, yeah. like what, what they use for fox hunting. Yeah, yeah. Um, quite a tall, lanky, but a big dog. Like he's huge, 
And um, yeah, we went up to Donegal and we rented a house and it was a lovely big long beach, you know, not a sinner on it. And um, we used to go out for walks, have them off the lead, we'd be running around and he used to constantly drink the fucking salt water. Salt water he used to go yeah. out and stand there, like, stop doing that, you'd be fucking sick all night. But there was these big massive uh, dunes, there were cliffs right beside the beach. Mm. And he set off, I don't know, was there a hair or something? He set off on a mission one day and he fucking, this thing was vertical and he fucking scaled it. He was standing up at the top and I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck get down, get down. <laughs> we didn't know how the fuck we were going to get him down. He, he eventually, there was a kind of a, uh, the far side of it, there was a bit more of a, a gentler incline and he was able to come down. But I was amazed. This thing must have been like fucking 50 foot high. And he just scaled it like it was nothing. He was so fucking yeah. fast. Amazing. Amazing. But um, yeah, no, I'd love, I'd love to be a dog on the beach, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, A.E. Woodwork asks if you had to choose a holiday destination to spend all of your remaining holidays at which would it be? Oh that Mm. is that's fuck it that's a tough one that is very tough yeah see I go through phases of of wanting I never really like well, I'm not one of these people that lays by the pool, you know. No, I'm not. Uh, but I do like the sun. I do like the heat. So I could go through a phase of wanting to go somewhere where I'd be like hiking or on the beach, you know, outdoors kind of doing stuff all the time. Or yeah. then I could want maybe a winter holiday, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if going to my head and I had to choose I think I would go to Sedona in Arizona Sedona in Arizona yeah we were there for five days and I just loved the place I thought it was absolutely stunning the weather was like 40 degrees but it was really green there out in mm-hmm. the middle of fucking Arizona um, people were really nice and it was just a really cool laid back atmosphere there plenty to cool. do lots of like Hills to climb, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if going to my head, that's that's probably that would tick more boxes than anywhere else. You know, like it's very tough. I've been some fabulous places. Like New Zealand to me was just so picturesque. But you know, mm. I was there with a bunch of lads, and we just went on the fucking raz and every yeah. town we went to, every day we were there. Um. Uh, I would love to bring my wife there to to let her see it, but the climate is very like Ireland. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, there's not any warm bit of it. Um, now that was the South Island. They never done the North Island. Um, so if like Rob Traverter is listening, he's probably going, "It fucking does get warm." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I I have a notion in my head that I'd like to retire to New Zealand, but I've never been so. Well, uh, when I went there, um, what would it have been? Was it 2006-ish? I was still using um, a film camera, you know, for the youngsters. A film camera is you drop a film in and, you know. You don't just use your phone. And then you have to bring it to um, a shop to get them developed. And um, so I I was still using 
uh, one of them when I went there, and they were the you know the drop in ones. They you, yeah you yeah. Don't have to wind them or they just drop in, and um, I was going through so many photographs that I ended up having to buy a digital camera, which were only kind of becoming, you know, uh, getting popular. Affordable. Yeah, they were getting popular and affordable. Now it cost me like uh, I don't know near two hundred dollars or something for it at the time. But I was just, I had like something like 25 rolls of film that I had used because everything was so picturesque. Now, all them fucking photographs are sitting in the fucking attic. They're not on a wall or anything like that. But I just went snap happy because everything was just so beautiful. Uh, New Zealand is definitely worth a trip if you ever get the chance. Um, It's on the list. It's definitely on the list. But I have to say, though, I mean, after all, you know, that cool holidays and stuff that i had over the years the best times you know me and my family have had have been in france um Mm. now granted they were on campsites and stuff like that but i wouldn't mind actually having a property in france and Mm. going over being near the sea being near mountains you know uh the food and stuff is exquisite Mm. um Generally, the people we've come across have been nice. Um, I know not a lot of people find that. Um, with, I think it's because they they, they, they don't realise, you know, we're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I do I do really enjoy France, and I would go back there in a heartbeat and and live. Never mind just on a holiday. <clears throat> No, I could live there. I, I've been there twice, and yeah, definitely, I could live there. Yeah. We're actually really missing it this year. We would have went this year, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, not being stupid and going somewhere and exactly spreading COVIDs. Um, what's the next one? Next one is prickly sauce. Just saying, Alan! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! What? Okay, yeah, we'd have to, um, <laughs> if people could tag Prickly Sauce and ask him what, what's he on about. It'd be great. Thank you. Um, Wood Seeds Wood Seeds asks, if you had a whole day together in one workshop working on one project, what would it be and would you get along? Fuck no. We'd be no. killing would, yeah. <laughs> Nate, Nate would be dead. <laughs> Because Nate wouldn't put his hairy toes away for long enough. I'd end up murdering him, and Al would have to hide the body. Um, I'm not any fucking body, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> um, project. I don't know. I think between the three of us, there isn't much that we couldn't put our hand to. Well, we could do something, couldn't we? Um. Fuck knows. So we could do like a we could do a fancy knife. I'll do the blade. You can do the woodwork. Nate can cover his toes. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the knife to shave the hair off his toes after. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Like we like you have to be in the moment or something like that mm. where you go here. Let's yeah. fucking make a table do you know yeah. what i mean or and what you know, have we what, what materials have we and what machinery have we and you know 
Yeah, or, and uh, and generally, you know, if you're after knocking over to somebody like that, or you know, if the three of us were together, it would be to, um, to like do something in the workshop, like you know, you might need a new workbench. Let's build yeah. a new workbench, you yeah. know, or let's organize your shop, or let's clean the place, or something like that, you know. Nate sure. can do everything because he was a, a builder. That's true. Yeah. I did no, just for people that can't see me, I when I said builder I did bunny ears. <laughs> well I didn't see it either because you're in page black now. <laughs> oh, I, um, like, I feel like um I feel like a villain in, in a James Bond movie. No, it's more like a Batman kind that of reminds me. That reminds me. <laughs> uh myself and Rasmus have declared um that we're arch rivals. <laughs> So apparently Rasmus is too cute and too nice to be the bad guy. So I'm gonna have to be the bad guy, which I fully embrace. I, you know, that's fine. because um, I'm a bit of a dick anyway. But uh, yeah, so we haven't, we haven't, we we just said we'd announce it to everybody and let everybody know. We haven't ironed out the details of our formal rivalry, but um, we'll get there. We'll we'll work that out. So. Do you, do you want me to make up some T-shirts or something? Or? No, not not right now. No. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm going to devote my life to um, to to you know making his life hell, which is going to transfer into because I totally lack of interest with everything, and um, that's going to just transfer into me just slagging the balls off him continually. But he is from like Eastern Europe or somewhere, isn't he? So it's not going to be difficult. Like. Fair enough. I think he's fucking Russian or something. I don't know. Um, the next one I have is from LTW Carpentry. I haven't got a question. I just thought I would let Alan know it's LTW Carpentry, not ITW Carpentry, as he always gets that wrong. Plus, I just wanted a shout out. Listen, I did say, listen, I did listen. say LTW though, didn't I? If, if we want to call you ITW, LTW, just TW. We can call you what we want because, like, you know, we'll just well, edit it. That's not a capital L. It's a capital I. Oh, can you see that, Johnny? I can't see shit. I, I can't see the microphone in front of my face, let alone that. Well, uh, that my, definitely. My, my like safety specs are letting me down lately. It definitely. <laughs> It definitely looks like an ITW, but I'm sure if somebody put it in ITW, it would it would show up their page all the same. Let's, do you know what? Let's try it out, right? So what 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 does he um say his name isn't? He he says it isn't ITW Carpentry, all one word. Oh, I can see it now. <laughs> I spelled carpentry right. It fucking help. <laughs> is there an underscore or anything? No. Yeah, it's not coming up. Oh, uh, fuck. So then if you change the I to an L. Okay, right. He's here now in front of me. So, on, on his handle, we'll call it, mm. it's a small L. Could, could pass for an I. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's why I thought it was nice. Plus, I'm a dyslexic fucker as well, like so. I mean, that's difficult enough for me, like. 
to be fair, like, you know, he should just call himself lucky that we're just actually calling out the majority of his name correctly. You know, because we really don't care. And what does the LTW stand for? That's what I want to know. Was there, was it? I don't know. I'm just saying this so Johnny will leave his phone on so we can see his face. <laughs> oh, um, it doesn't say. Another mystery. We need someone we'll to solve. To, yeah, we'll have to come up with something for that. Um, where are we? I'm going to have to turn on the light in the car now. I can't fucking see. This is getting bad. Like I'm getting old. This is fucking tough. You don't going. Need to tell me, I fell off. Um, I fell off a ladder when I was doing my shed. And to say I had a drill in each hand, but to save my drills, I decided I'd fucking bounce on my shoulder. And <laughs> since then, I I was I'm not joking. I was fully convinced I broke my collarbone. Um, because I landed full weight down on my shoulder. And since then. I have a fucking pain across my shoulder and up the back of my neck. I think I give myself whiplash. Um, but That's a heart attack. Huh? That sounds like a heart attack. Oh, do you know what? That would be the perfect <laughs> way for me to go. It really would, though. Like, that, to me, sounds like heaven. Just a big bang and gone. You know what I mean? You're not fucking withering away, dying in a bed. That that would suit me fine. But it made me think, do you know when you're younger and, like, You'd go out and you'd have 25 pints and you'd fall in a hedge, sleep it off, get up, leave the hedge, and you'd go to work at 8 o'clock the following morning fresh. Like, fine, yep. nothing wrong with yep. you. Now, like, I make a stupid noise when I bend over. Yeah. Do you know, I make this this stupid noise comes out of my mouth when I bend over, like if I want to pick something up. or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's getting out of a chair. It's fucking ridiculous. It's not fun. There's the Billy Connolly skit about that. And like, I'm getting fucking grey hairs everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Um, I don't know. It's just, it sucks. I don't like it. So I don't think I'm going to get any older. That's okay. why I don't, nobody knows when my birthday is because I don't tell anybody because I'm fully convinced that if I don't tell anybody, it never happened. Jamie Reader knows. I know. I don't know how that fuck with fuck. He has that written down somewhere or something. The prick, <laughs> dickhead. He's a wizard. Yeah, he knows that's what happens when you're seventy-five thousand years old. <laughs> um, Daniel G. Wallace asks, uh, "When I build my new workshop, should I go for three meters by nine meters or three point five by eight?" Hmm. What's me? What's that in foot? Lot. Um. What is it? Fucking three. Three point three, 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 three in a meter. Three point three feet, something like that. Three point four. Mm-hmm. Um. Personally, if I went, what was the first one? Three and a half it by was, nine, was it? No, it was three meters by nine or three and a half by eight. I'd probably go the three and a half by eight and I'd probably, cause that'd give you more space to do like an Island or like a big workbench in the center. 
Yeah, kind of squarish. Yeah. yeah, so you could have your walls benched out and you'd still have space around to walk around your, your workbench. Mm. Um, no, I know it's only half a metre, like, but you know that could be the difference between being able to walk around all sides and not. Although what I'm thinking is, and it's after watching um, uh, Ben's video on Homemade Modern the other day, he made this cool kind of mobile storage tool rack you know, on casters um, and had basically all the tools he uses pretty much in his builds. Um, and you can tailor it to do whatever you want. And I'm thinking of doing this myself. So I'm thinking of building maybe like an L-shaped bench and I have this yoke on one side on wheels that I can actually wheel it out into the middle oh, yeah, okay. yeah. with all the tools as integrated storage in it. So, yeah, maybe, I don't know. You could he, go for the three by nine just to have that extra. He meter. needs he needs to fuck up and stop messaging me as well. By the way. Yeah. And yeah, he's just it's getting a bit ridiculous. We're not going to let him on. We're not having it. So he needs to just back off. <laughs> it's happening a lot lately. All these like, kind of big tubers are getting onto us because I mean, we've got so many listener. Um. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a few less after the season. We're gonna have fucking LTW is gonna tell us to go fuck ourselves. He's gone. Um, who was it? Stace is gonna think that you're weird for saying you want to sniff dogs' butts, so she's gone. Who else? Who else do we insult? Well, do you think these people actually listen, or did they just ask? I fucking hope not. Sad bastards. Know. <laughs> oh yeah we're like Kyle as well like I mean he needed help a few weeks ago and it took us fucking three or four weeks to get back yeah. to him poor fucker like, still, he's been standing next to his wall since waiting for us we're fucking cat we are um, next one is crew but efficient uh, how long can you go without making something with your hands before you start crawling the walls well I've been crawling the walls a while. Uh, it depends. It, it depends on if, if you have another outlet. Like if you are computer literate and you can do drawings on a computer and or if you... Some people cook. You know, some people have other outlets that they can get their creativity out in. Um, you're lucky with work that you can get some bit of creativity out in work. Um, Sometimes. I can draw, I can write stuff. You know, if if you're completely cold turkey, for me, I'm never really completely cold turkey, but some people would be. I'd say a few days, you know. If I, if I couldn't draw and I couldn't write, I, I'd say three, four days max, I'd be climbing the walls. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose in a way, work does give me that bit of gratification, you know, like of fixing something or yeah. changing parts and stuff like that but um but yeah no like if if i wasn't doing what i do i i, I would be fucking crawling the walls um because i i can't draw for shit um you know i i i'm i love my family and i i love looking after them and stuff but it's not i'm not getting any creative juices out doing yeah. that so yeah which is very hard to explain to someone 
like if your partner didn't didn't understand that mm. it's very hard to explain to them how you feel and why you're you're maybe a bit antsy or why you're a little bit cranky mm. you know when all it takes is a couple of hours in the workshop to fix it sometimes i don't even realize that mm. never yeah. mind you know the wife you know i could be cranky as fuck and not realize that i am yeah. but then i look I'm, an like that. I'm an old cranky man at the same yeah. time so um Who's next? Neil Stav. Okay, here goes. I'm currently building an outdoor kitchen. Another one we should have been on a few weeks ago. And have just got hold of some granite worktops. What would you recommend to build the base out of that would be sturdy enough to support it? And how easy would it be to cut a circle out of granite to fit my kettle barbecue in? I missed I missed the start. What's the actual building? You just froze there for a minute. He said, okay, here goes. I'm currently building an outdoor kitchen and we just got hold of some granite worktops. What would you recommend to build a base out of and what would be sturdy enough to support it? And how easy would it be to cut a circle out of a granite to fit in my kettle barbecue in? We should have had the builder on for this. I'm telling you, the first thing, because he's he's asked about five questions there in one. To yeah. cut to cut the circle out, what I would do is it say that the bit about the circle again to put his kettle on, is it? Kettle barbecue, it's kind of a roundy barbecue. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, what I do there is I cut it square with an angle grinder and um, a stone cutting attachment or a consa. Um, I oh, cut the what? What's a consa? <laughs> I cut that because you can cut that straight lines, no problem. And come in then on the corners and take the corners back bit by bit um, with your angle grinder as well. Just take small little cuts, cut in little one or two inch cuts and just chip them off with um, with a hammer. Outside of that, I don't really know what other way you'd have to do it. Um I think that'll be all right, though. I think that'll cut it well. If you could get, like, um, some sort of diamond-tipped tool for a router... Oh, you'd be there all fucking day, though, wouldn't you? You could only... Surely you could only take... Once you get the initial pass over a couple uh, of mil, you could cut a square underneath and just sit it down on top. Maybe a a tile cutter or something. Because I know you can get tile cutter attachments for the Dremel. Yeah. Um, So you could probably get them for, for a router as well. Yeah, so like even if you get like a mill or two down, that once yeah. your barbecue sits on flush, you could just you know cut whatever shape you wanted underneath, mm. like just yeah. smash it out with a hammer if you wanted. Exactly, yeah. For a base, no, it doesn't say how thick the granite worktop is, but granite's quite a heavy fucker. Um, I, I, I'd kind of try and form concrete. But Would you? Yeah, I'd, I'd let, wouldn't mind giving it a go. Like for an outdoor kitchen. Um, yeah. yeah. You know. See, I, I'm only thinking about it from my space. And in my space, I don't have any covered area outside of the shed. Mm. So I'd want it to be mobile on casters. So I'd probably make it out of wood. And the fact that you have your granite piece on top 
keeping the heat off mm. and just stick it on casters. And if I was going to do it out of wood, I just used something like fence posts or something cheap, you know? Yeah. That way then you can move it in during the winter out of the way and, you know. Be fair, heavy fucking yokes move around, though. Mm. I'm just thinking of a big granite slab. I, I don't know what he has. See, so. If it's a, one of these little kettle barbecues, they're only small. So you're probably only looking at what fucking. Could be like it, a flagstone size. Yeah, yeah, that's all, you know. And if it was wood, then you can put your little side panels on hinges and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And space underneath them for your. For your right. I, I suppose know. it depends on the thickness and the actual length mm. of the piece of granite. Um, but I wouldn't mind doing like a bit of like concrete forming and stuff. You know, you could do some yeah. cool stuff with concrete. I mean, yeah. and you have to watch any of these DIY shows on TV with people doing them as their fucking their center islands and stuff like that. But you got to do it right. If you don't do it right, it'll just fucking fall apart. Rebar all the way. Yeah. Um, and our last question then for this evening is, Tom Kendragon, how do you combat overthinking a job or project? So, overthinking something that you have to do. Write it down. Write down lists, lists of lists. Um, what I do is because when I automatically think about say if I'm building something I'll totally fucking over engineer it then I'll write I'll write all my steps down stuff that I need to do and yeah. try to I'll try to get it in order of what I'm doing so that I don't miss anything and by me doing that doing little drawings I'll find stuff that maybe I didn't think of first off that I might have to add or I might think, okay, I can't do that step without doing this first or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it'll stop you overthinking it because it'll get it out of your head, like I was saying earlier. If you write it down, it's out of your head. And you have your list then of, right, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to order. Just like a kind of a, a glorified cutting list with a little bit of yeah. a plan. You know, mm-hmm. I think that'll help. Yeah, I agree. I think kind of making notes you know uh doing diagrams and stuff you know depending on what it is you're actually doing um it does help to kind of get stuff down on paper um to kind of you know get there i mean like the most complicated stuff i come across is is in work um you know i'll have trains coming in for exams and i'll have a b exam ongoing and i'll have a lot of job cards Mm. And I need to kind of plan in my own head, right, this train's in at this time. I need to do this, this, and this as I'm going through it, doing my exam. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll have to jump on to this one and get this job done. Then it's – it's I, I, I kind of write it down when I start because I start and I write down my – what would you call it? Like – um. Uh, calendar of what times they're coming in uh, and then I can kind of put an asterisk beside or number beside I need to hit this one first, this one second, this one third yeah, yeah. and it just helps me work a bit more efficiently um, to get all the jobs that I need done done um, 
And definitely, then, like I even did up the knives now because before I might have five orders in, mm. and I'll fucking attack them willy nilly and not in no particular order. And next thing I have five bits of knives done, and I've probably got five fucking handles in bits around the place, and I don't know my arse from my elbow, and everything's a mess. And then I start it'll start freaking me out because the deadline will be coming up and it all gets a bit much in you and you start overthinking. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if I write down, right, Monday, um, I might, I might heat treat a knife and then while that's tempering, I might cut out another blank, do you know? Mm. And if I can, like, there's something very satisfying about having a list of jobs to do and drawing a line through. Oh, it's, big time. Yeah. That, Weight off your shoulders have been able to just go right. That's done. That's done. You know. Yeah, we we even have a magnetic whiteboard on the fridge. You know, and we'll stick down stuff that we need to get done the next day, and it's just yeah. I just love wiping them off. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good feeling. Like, and I think overthinking, overthinking is caused by keeping everything in your head, and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it gets on top of you. And yeah, the best yeah. way to stop overthinking is get it out of your head. read right um, should we go to a few top tips boy sit down shut up and fucking listen it's time for some fucking good tips from the boys ok Johnny have you got a top tip or do, do, you, need, do you need a minute no um, my top tip this week is just down to me with the, the trying to forge well there the last thing um there's arseholes and opinions with everything, right? There's oh yeah. If you go online, and like I, I'm ninety percent self-taught, so you know the other ten percent is normally down to what people tell me. Um, but there's so many different people out there with totally different opinions that it's very difficult to take their word as gospel. So my top tip is. Set yourself a day aside and go and just have a play. See what works, see what doesn't work. And if you can call it a fail at the end of the day, then fine, it's a fail. Like I had a fail um, Saturday, but it was a good fail because I knew early on that I was after fail and I knew it wasn't going to work. But I still had maybe another hour to go before I had to finish up. So instead of just throw my toys out of the cot and just fucking off. I said, do you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to get a feel for this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. And yeah. in the space of that hour, I learned an awful lot. Um, just little things that that beforehand I would have had to take someone's opinion on, on what was going to happen or how something was going to work, that kind of thing. Um. But after that, then I went, right, well, I know for a fact this doesn't work. And, okay, this thing kind of worked. And this thing definitely worked, you know? Right. Um, even down to, like, just getting comfortable with, with a particular hammer. You know, I was using maybe four or five different hammers just to get a feel from them and just see what they did. Um, just to feel the weight and see, okay, this one, no, I, I won't be able to swing for long. It's too heavy. So I dropped down a weight then, and then I dropped down another weight. Eventually, I went down to, I think it was a, it's a two and a half pound or three pound. 
and I felt really comfortable and I thought, okay, this is this is something now I could swing away for for a while, you know, if I had to. Um another one then was too light, I just felt like I wasn't getting anywhere with it. But my tip, I suppose, is to cut the long story short, um, is don't be afraid to have a play, you know. I know it's difficult if you're dealing with expensive materials, that kind of thing, but it's worth it for the experience that you'll have out of it. Um, so if you're trying to figure out stuff, yeah, YouTube is great. Asking people's opinion is great, but you, you can't be actually physically doing it. No. Uh, and I'm a firm believer in um, learning as you do. Um, I mean, you know, we have a couple of new apprentices and stuff in there recently. And the, uh, I've been talking to them and a few of the workshops they've been in around the country, they've been just standing there watching a craftsperson doing their work. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's bollocks. I think they need to get, in, yeah. in, get stuck in, yeah. get fucking dirty, you know. Yeah. Um, now, the, the, the strange thing with our place is um, we're um, multi-skillers. So I'd have an apprentice electrician with me and I'm right. a fitter. And I'd be doing you know, fitters work. And uh, I had a young lad with me last week, uh, funny as fuck, he's from uh, Tipperary, a lovely young lad. Uh, he made me feel so fucking old. He was <laughs> only born, he was born when I was nearly finished my apprenticeship. I was like, what oh, the Jesus. fuck? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I was like, you're going to get dirty today. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, you're going to get dirty. Um, I said, so any clothes that you don't want dirty, I'd say, fuck them in the locker. And um, yeah, yeah, sure, Jay-Z was nearly just going around with the Viz vest on, you know, but um, (laughs) and a a skinny little weapon of a lad. But in fairness to him, he got stuck in and, you know, got dirty. And I think he was happy. Do you know what I mean? He was getting getting dirty, doing a bit of work. on the outside of the train um, and we were doing like a big kind of uh, pneumatic change out so we were changing a lot of these components on the outside and I think he enjoyed it I, I don't know but I mean it, it has to be better than just fucking standing there doing nothing yeah, do you totally. know totally it has yeah. to be but anyway yeah um, my tip is to do with something I talked about a while ago um, I was filling in holes in the wall and I used cheap filler <laughs> fucking, it, it was shit uh, when you kind of sanded it back it nearly turned to plastic when any heat got to it and peeled away um, and Nate had said it at the time as well to use a stain blocker when you're, you're going painting because it shows up when you paint the colour that you have over it um so it's sort of a re-tip as such um, but it is to use stain blocker because i bought some and i've put it over the patches that i had refilled and painted over it and you can't see them it's um it's a class job so i never knew about stain blocker but then this is my first fucking house i'm sure other people have probably heard of it before but i never heard of it so um so yeah, if you're going like filling holes and stuff and you're going painting, put a bit of stain blocker over it. It stinks to high fuck, um, but it's it does a good job because uh, it's it's like um, it's oil based rather than water based. So um, 
But yeah, so that's my my tip. Top tip. Um, right, rants. For fuck's sake. Um, yeah, my my rant this week. Um, it's more of an observation than a rant, I suppose. It was only today. Um, like I don't go onto Facebook much, but I just was clicking on and I saw the brother brothers make commented on a, a video. Fuckers. But it was um, <laughs> it was one of these DIY channels, um, a video channel. They obviously share their stuff on YouTube and and on um, Facebook. It was like DIY easy crafts or some shit like that, <clears throat> but. They they kind of have changed the the name of um, Brothers Make their more their most recent video, and they called it um, Chef's Knife Made from HDP or something like that. But they didn't quite explain it properly what it was that it was a handle, mm-hmm. um, and there was something like sixty odd comments on it, and oh my god, the comments were just like. They made me think I will never, ever do a YouTube video because people are the most ungrateful shower of fucking spastics I've ever seen. Like, yeah. people, oh, you could just walk up the road and buy a knife. Um, you could have just, if you bought a knife, it, it wouldn't have been so damaging on the environment. You didn't make a knife, you made a shitty handle. All this stuff, it was just, oh, my God. Uh, oh, completely taken out of context. Totally taken out of context. Like they yeah. just didn't, they didn't get it. They didn't get why the lads did what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say sixty percent of them commented, "Oh, you would have done a nicer handle with the plywood to make the box, to make the mold, to make the handle." But they completely missed the point. Like you know, the 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 point isn't you're going to save the world by by making a HDPE handle. Their point was, can it be done? And they did it. And they did it yeah. fucking exceedingly well. Yeah. Um, people just, they totally missed the point. And I thought, and the amount of people saying, oh, what a waste of five minutes of my life and all this. And I, I was sitting there flicking through them and I thought, what a waste of your life to sit, to watch a video and then to go onto the comment section to make a shitty comment about the video. Like, if... 60 seconds into the video, you don't think it's for you. Fuck off out of it. Just yeah. move on to the next one. Why waste your time to comment to be negative? Do you know? Um, yeah. One bell in then he said, oh, um, why use a shitty old knife? Because it, it was blunt and something else, discolored or something like that. And I had this big fucking thing written. Like, I don't know, 50 words in this thing, a fucking essay. Yeah. Slating the guy, lashing him about the type of steel that it was had a patina on it, that the knife was extremely fucking sharp, all this. And then I was like, why am I wasting my fucking time? Yeah, you're wasting like, your own. Yeah. yeah. And I deleted it and I just went, Do you know what? No, out. But it just made me think, like, the amount of people that are sitting at home wasting their fucking lives watching stuff that they don't get it. They're only waiting it- for it to finish so they can make a comment. The thing with pages like that is it's always, nearly always taken out of context. Mm. Now, these are the type of pages that, you know, will get your fucking video to go viral and all this bollocks. Uh, it's it's not saying 
what they were doing. It's not saying that it was a collaboration with you. Yeah. It's you know it it just it doesn't make Thank any fuck. sense. So yeah, <laughs> and they just throw a video out there, and yeah. you know, it's it's uh, like it's like fucking throwing shit at a blanket and seeing what's going to stick. They're they're throwing out so many videos belong to so many different YouTubers that. They're just hoping that one of those videos is going to go viral and that they'll get popular because of it. They don't. I don't think these people actually give a fuck what content you know, they put out. One of our buddies even came across this. Uh, was it last year, Rab, um, with somebody showing off his photographs of his arcade machine? That's right. Yeah, that's right. And you know, it's a similar thing. It's looking yeah. people looking for the likes and stuff like yeah. that. And they don't care what they share. It's it's no. they're looking for. And it's happening wholesale with people stealing stealing photographs of knives um, mm-hmm. from certain regions of the world that they're actually putting up the maker's pictures, saying they're for sale, and then trying to replicate it by making a far um, inferior product. Right. And uh, No, obviously it's a lot cheaper than the original maker is making them for. Because <clears throat> they choose makers that are that are their knives are expensive, but they're saying like, oh, you can get this Damascus knife for 150 or 200 quid. Um, but they're photoshopping out the maker's mark. Like, if you if you see a page selling knives and they're doing Damascus, that's identical in all the photographs. Or they're doing they do a, a Damascus set of steak knives that there's. Like these photographs, you you'd know them to see them. They're they're these colourful red handles, five knives in a row, and they all look identical. These aren't mm. real knives, and ninety percent of these are photo photoshopped, and or else the Damascus is done with lasers. It's laser etched on. It's not real Excellent Damascus. Push, yeah. yeah, or it's not um, good steel that they use. Normally they they'll tell you it's X, Y, and Z steel in in the Damascus when it's not. But let me tell you, if someone is trying to sell a Damascus knife for 150 quid, a Damascus chef's knife, it's there's something wrong because when I buy a billet off a friend of mine who's a blacksmith, um, I'm paying him about 120 to 150 quid for for a billet. That's before I touch it. That's just for him to make um, a 14 inch by two inch by four mil piece of steel you know that's before it ever it's just a bar of steel so how these guys are able to do that makes me think okay materials might be cheaper but how much fucking cheaper can they be you know yeah um they're proclaiming that the, the wood is stabilized there's no way it's it's proper stabilized wood or you know that this this knife is is done the way it should be um but unfortunately, an awful lot of people get suckered in. Like, you know, I, I've had I've had messages from people saying, um, oh, I, I bought, like, they'll, they'll message me and they'll say, oh, here, you know, how much for this Damascus chef's knife? Like, my Damascus chef's knives, because currently I'm buying in the billets, um, you're looking at about 450 euros. That includes shipping. That includes the box. I'm not afraid to... to tell my prices because I'll stand over my prices and if anybody wants me to break them down for them I will um, when I break them down for people because the odd person does ask to have them broken down 
and you realize that I'm, I'm charging less than 10 euros an hour for my time. Um, you know, people kind of go, holy shit, I didn't realize there's that much goes into, into making a knife. But that's, that's a price that if someone knows what they're buying, understands where the expense is and doesn't mind, and they will order a knife. Um, someone that doesn't will go, oh, fuck, that's really expensive. And they'll buy off this crowd for 150 quid. And then they'll come back in a month's time and go, oh, my knife's out to falling apart. Is there any anything you can do? Yeah. And that's when you tell them, fuck yeah. off, I'm not touching it. Mm. You know? Anyway, yeah, that's, that's the difference between handmade and, you know, like cheaply mass produced, you mm. know. Well, I have no doubt they're making it by hand, but it's what they're using. <laughs> No, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some of these nations, there's one nation in particular that does it. And personally, I know one or two makers from there that make shit hot stuff. Yeah. But you're not you're not going to buy one of their knives for 150 quid. The price yeah. tag is the the big giveaway, like, and the fact yeah. that they all look the fucking same. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a very good rent. Oh. Um, my one is about people who have massive fucking parties, and and I I don't mind a party. I've been to plenty of parties, but um, back in yeah. the day before you were old. Yeah, back in the day before I was old last year. Um, but yeah, um, there was a. I, what night was it? Saturday night, Friday night. I can't even fucking remember. Um. We were um, in the house, and next of all, could hear this boom, 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 getting fucking louder and louder. And this was like four in the day, and the missus said, "There's a party on behind us. There's a marquee." And I was like, "All right." And she's like, "I hope that doesn't go on too late." And I was like, "Yeah, fingers crossed." And and I was like, "It's all kind of '90s music." You know, 90s kind of ravey type music. I could hear them fucking sit. Sure, they were pissed by fucking nine o'clock. I could hear them out when I was, went out the back garden for a vape, like, you know. Yeah. And, um, like, all fucking singing maniac and all that fucking shit. <laughs> and I was like, right, okay, that must be like a fucking 40th or something, you know. It's kind of our era that they're fucking playing. Um, so I went... I, I had the kids that night, so um, I went to bed probably about 11-ish because the baby was stirring, and uh, I said, right, I better just be right beside him to shove the dummy in his mouth if he wakes up, and um, about half 11, in fairness, now, they, they torn down the noise because somebody let a roar out their window to shut the fuck up, don't know who that was. Um, but I woke again at about half one and it was fucking still going I'm like you know you're in a fucking built up neighbourhood if you're going to have a party that's you know going to be that loud at least have the decency to knock into your fucking neighbours to say you know yeah we're going to have a bit of a party I could have fucking moved the you know the kids into the front room of the house yeah um and just you know had them in there where the noise would be a bit less you know yeah. it could have given me an opportunity but there was just didn't seem to be any consideration 
as to you know your fucking neighbors um granted we're not on the same road because our houses are fucking ours to ours but still you know they could have just fucking come knocking around just to say there's going to be a bit of noise yeah. um but hey ho look it, it is what it fucking is it happens and i know what happens in a lot of places it's just something to rant about in right we go into our shout outs do you know what you go first because I, I was trying to find them there and I can't find them well do you know it was difficult this week there was a few people I could have shouted out because I got a mail day where I got fucking heaps of fucking mail from loads of cool people um, but the one that I think is you know probably the most personalised I got from Mr. Jamie Reader. Uh, at the custom cave he sent me this cool leather pouch and it's fucking awesome um that along with a lot of 3d printed dinosaur things and <laughs> but yeah it, it was what really kind cool. of, what kind of things were they on um they were um dildo shaped dinosaur pieces little, little <laughs> Cockasauruses. <laughs> Cockasauruses. Um, yeah, that was quite funny. Um, had to kind of like try and not let my children see it. <laughs> Open it, going, oh, look at this, it's fabulous. Then going, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fucking, it's unreal. It was lovely craftsmanship and I really appreciate it. Um, and, and that was kind of that was my um my uh christmas present from last christmas i know we're actually probably we are closer to next christmas now at this stage i still haven't uh, haven't finished mine like so i actually i i I had been so busy this week i hadn't actually got to take a picture of it and put it up on instagram to uh, show it off but um now jamie done a fantastic job and thanks very much mate i really appreciate it but i also like i won a competition as well James Billings uh, furniture. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. Um, I got the chopping board the other day, and we've already used it. We had a dinner yesterday with it, and it's just it's beautiful. The missus even said we're not allowed chop it on it. That's just for serving <laughs> food. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, just for stuff. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and that was just like an out of the blue kind of giveaway. You know, it was very nice. Um. And I bought um, a slide knife from Steve House, and um, I got that this week. Um, he he had made this kind of batch of slides, and he wasn't happy with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of his Patreons, and um, he kind of put them up to the Patreons. Do any of you guys want to buy it? And I was on it like vomit. I just went, Score. yeah, I'll have it. Um, so I bought it there's no handle on it so we have to kind of handle it ourselves so it'll be my first little entry into kind of handling and stuff like that so I may need a little bit of advice from you Johnny Um, but yeah I'm excited about it it looks cool and um, he 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 didn't think they were up to scratch but I think it looks fantastic so um, yeah yeah I, I, I'm I'm delighted with it, so I'll I'll try and you know fashion it into something nice and 
personal to me and um, well personal to me and Steve because it's sort of be a collaboration of sorts yeah. but um, yeah so cool that's that's <clears throat> That's all the mail call that I got this week. I got a lot of mail. <laughs> um, my shout, and I've shouted him before because he's awesome, uh, is Mr. Nerd Coffee, the real net. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's mr.nerd, N-E-R-D-C-O-F-F-E. Um, I was chatting to Nate a while back about my logo. I'm... I'm just a little bit torn on my logo. I don't know. Do I want to change it? I don't know. Do I want to keep it? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Um, so in fairness to, to Nate, he went off and he changed up my logo and he sent me four different options during the week, which are all awesome. Uh, no, I still don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know. Am I going to change it? Or am I going to keep it? Um, I just find it's very busy. It's very cluttered or something. And I just... Then I'm kind of like, if I just put up the logo that I use um, as my maker's mark without the writing on it. Yeah. People know what it is or, you know, does it just look like a deer's head or a stag's head or, you know, I'm just torn. I don't know what to do. But the four designs that he did, um, he obviously spent a lot of time on them. Um, They're awesome. So I just wanted to give Nate a shout and say thanks very much. Um, Greatly appreciate it. So yeah, so now go check him out, Mr. Nerd Coffee. I I can't see you being anything other than your logo. Hmm. That's the problem. I've built up I've built up uh I don't know what you call it. A following to that. Not even a following, just a, a like an alter ego, I suppose you'd call it. Um, a persona. That's probably a better word. A persona, uh, which is bespoke book designs. And it's more, I think it's because I'm progressing now with my knives a little bit. And maybe I'm just get. I just think it's a little bit boring, maybe a little bit bland for what I'm doing. Um, I do really like other knife makers like my buddy Deck, uh, Declan Mulholland. Mulholland knives. Um, he yeah. does his signature, and it's really nice. I really, I think it's a lovely touch. Um, then there's a couple of other guys that have makers marks, and they've got their initials blended in together, and they look really well. Um, I'm probably just overthinking my own design. Well, um, but take it, it sim- from someone who signs his fucking name away every fucking week in work. Your signature <laughs> will deteriorate over time. Yeah, <laughs> but then. You know, you can look at the iconic stuff like um, Guinness, Arthur Guinness's signature, you know, mm. and the harp. But, you know, they've used that for a long time. I don't know. I, I think I like the stag's head as your signature. I do too, but the problem is, especially here in Ireland, every fucking cunt is using it. Um, yeah. Not the, not the exact yeah. same, mm. because I did change mine up. Um. That's one thing. When I when I had an initial design, I did change it to to be a little bit different. But I don't think it's different enough, if that makes sense. <clears throat> That's where my, my issue lies. Um, you could do it as a <laughs> Yeah, you could, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, 
because it's it's my maker's mark as well on knives i don't want it to be too intricate because it won't work on a knife um so i don't know i don't know um i see there's a few things that i'm that i'm thinking about changing i don't know what to do i'm thinking about changing my my instagram page to be try to be a little bit more professional Mm. even though that doesn't suit me too much because i'm an asshole um professional asshole I could be a professional asshole, yeah. <laughs> Fully qualified. Doctorate, even. I'm at it a long time. I should I should have credit for what I do. Um, assholeologist. Um, <laughs> but I was I was very close a couple of days ago to deleting off kind of everything that wasn't a knife picture. Um, of a finished knife. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do people like to see work in progress is I don't know you know when you look at some of these professional full time knife makers all you see is a finished piece now they mightn't put a post up for a week or two weeks yeah. mm-hmm. and all they put up is finished pieces and when you look at their page it looks so clean and tidy and nice and when you look at mine it's fucking scattered it's fucking all over the place um, I do try to put stuff on my stories a bit more so it's not as cluttered looking on my, my page yeah, yeah. but it's just that little bit of OCD of me um, that's that's bothering me, you know? I, I don't I think don't people mind that. I really don't. I mean, I, I'm happy to see the kind of build process and stuff mm. like that. And there's I no like point. seeing other people's build processes. That's the thing. I don't know what yeah. no other point people like. There's no secretive about stuff. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not a, a secretive thing. It's not It's not mm. a – that wouldn't be my, my – basis around my, my thought process um it's more just having my feet cluttered you know um, yeah how much you mean less posts but more higher quality posts that kind of thing um, yeah i don't know i don't know uh, well me personally i think you know what you're putting out is fine and it, you know it doesn't much matter so but that's yeah. just me i don't know we should see we should see. Um, any other items of business? Yeah, um, I'm having one little issue with my Instagram. Um, so there's probably a couple of people out there that are getting annoyed that I'm not responding to their messages. Um, I won't name them by names, but there's definitely three. What's happened for some strange reason? I've I've contacted Instagram about it, but obviously they haven't got back to me because they're bankers. Um, I can see their message. I can, it comes up in a really light, oh, do you know why normally a message comes up quite bold when they DM you, but it's coming up very light. Um, I can read some of it, but not all of it, because I can't actually open it properly. Right. But when I click on it, it's still nothing. Nothing's happening. So uh, one of them messaged me recently, oh, um, you fucking ignore me or something like that. And I was like, no, and I don't have any other way to contact two of these people. Now, one of them I did, I, I sent him a message and said, listen, there's something wrong with my fucking thing. I can't get you there. So I had his WhatsApp number, so I messaged him. Um, but the other two, I don't. So if if I'm not getting back to you, I apologize. There's something not right with my Instagram. It's been going on for a while now where there's been little issues with, um, especially with my messages. Um, but I don't know what it is. I know, do you know, look. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. 
So I'm sure it'll sort itself out. I've tried deleting off the app and um, reinstalling it, logging out, logging back in, all this kind of stuff. I don't know. So I'm not... Uh, I'm not ignoring you. Anyway, that's the thing. If I was pissed off with people, I'd tell them, listen, you're a fuckwit. Go away. You know what I mean? I don't do the just ignore you and, you know, that kind of thing. So. Well, I don't have that problem. Nobody fucking messages me. <laughs> Except for Rob Thomas. He's fucking constantly at me. I wish people would leave me alone. It'd be great. I think I have to up my assholiness. Oh, assholiness. I like that. <laughs> you're, you're, that should be my um, you can start a new religion or yeah I am the assholiness <laughs> I like it Ooh, that catch on um, where can everybody find you Johnny uh, bespoke block designs everywhere and irishcustomized.com unless you send me a DM and I can't read it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously don't fucking message him. <laughs> and uh, you can find me at Woodtorn by Adam's channel on YouTube, Facebooks and Instagrams. And should we bother saying where Yoko is now? No fucking. No, bother his balls coming on tonight. <laughs> right, we'll chat to you whenever the fuck we chat to you. Yeah, good looking fucky. Good looking fucky. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see, it's because we're both in the dark. I couldn't see when he was going to say it. <laughs> and the fuckery never ends. Right, carry on. Lovely stuff. That went well. That went well, yeah. Um... Yeah, much, much better without your man. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep telling him that we're busy. He doesn't listen anyway, so he won't know that we're still doing it. Just keep telling him that we're busy. Sorry, mate, we're busy. Yeah, no, sorry, I can't make it tonight, yeah. Yeah. Got shit on, got shit to do.